Hello. Um, I wanted to start out with saying thank you um, to all my friends who listened, um, and even to the ones who liked my page and didn't actually listen. Um, thank you. It's just, I put these out there and I, I literally kind of forget about them. Um, I get really exhausted actually after I do one of these. Um, and sometimes it's hard for me to go back and listen. I'll go back and listen for a second to make sure the sound quality is okay. And then I, I tend to not listen all the way through because it's hard to listen to my shit. I don't know why you're doing it. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you'll notice in the background, my dog Hope pitter-patter of her little toenails. Nothing I can do about that. Um, but... So I published um, the website, I guess, yesterday, um, and I have so many people to thank for that, and I'm not sure if I'm doing names or not on this podcast. So, you know, the people on my group message that helped me through the first uh, few test podcasts that I sent out, thank you. Um, I would not, I would not have had the balls to do any of this um, if it hadn't been for you all to um, even remotely think that it was a good idea. Um, I got some really nice feedback on my Father's Day podcast um, from someone from high school, and it was really sweet. It was literally the nicest thing I think anyone has ever said to me, and um, it was cool, so thank you. Um, that alone makes me feel like this is a success, whatever happens with it. Um, I did have, shockingly, some requests Um Actually, I got great feedback, and I and I had a request to talk about um, divorce and um, talk about that a little bit. So I'm gonna I've set some boundaries for myself. One is I never want to hurt anyone's feelings. I never want to insult anyone, um, shame anyone, or, or be unkind to anyone. It's not something I would like to you know that I look that I would want to do or emulate or be a part of. So I'm going to record these generally on Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, my kids go to their fathers and um, it's a good chance for me to be able to do this without them listening or interrupting. And it also gives me a week between me recording it and me posting it to make sure that I haven't crossed any boundaries or hurt anyone's feelings. Um, so I'm going to talk about divorce a little bit. Um, so here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to make it broader. I'm going to talk about marriage and divorce from my perspective now. Um, when I got married, I, got mar I was engaged. Actually, I'd been engaged a couple of times in my life. Um, never seriously till I married... Um, my now ex-husband, and he, I remember, um, proposal wasn't, the proposal probably is a signal of, hey, this might not work out for you, um, but it was nothing, it was, it, we had broken up, I had, we were living together, we had broken up, I'd moved to a different apartment, and I started, I was working, and I, um, I think I was making plans to move. I think that's how I remember it, but I might be wrong. 
I was, uh, sorry, I moved a chair. <clears throat> I was planning to move back to Miami, um, having moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, to be with him. And um, when we weren't together, I was like, I'm getting the fuck out. And <clears throat> he came over, helped me with... Um, well, we had this weird dynamic, too, because he had started this business, and I was... I was working for this company and had gotten him the contract that awarded his, um, awarded the contract to his business, awarded, not the first, but maybe the second, definitely sustaining like flood line for that period of time in his life, um, account. So I was his ex-girlfriend slash, um, client. <laughs> So it was a weird dynamic, but he came over to my apartment at the time and I think was helping me hang pictures up or something. Um, and he sat on the couch and I, I don't remember the conversation, but it something, it went along the lines of something like, <clears throat> Hey, um, why don't we just get married or something like that? And I, there was no ring or anything and I didn't believe him. I'm like, yeah, I'll believe that when you call your mom. Um, he's particularly close to his mom in a great way. Um, so it's just kind of a, you know, a way for me to say that. <clears throat> and he did. And I remember her saying, you guys are a very strange couple. Uh, <laughs> and we got engaged and we got married. And here's something about my wedding. I have a special shout out specifically to one particular friend, though. I should probably be nice and include two of my friends. But I really, we had this <clears throat> beautiful wedding in Chicago where he's from. His parents... Um, basically organized and um, the whole thing and it was beautiful I mean it was a much prettier wedding than I ever imagined I would have for myself and it was you know I, I remember walking up to um, I don't know what you call it it was outside I can't think of the phrase and um his sister, who's very artistic, had decorated it with the colors of the wedding, which I didn't technically pick out, but we'll just leave that aside. <laughs> and um, it was a beautiful wedding. But here's the thing about my wedding. there was, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, there were 69 guests at my wedding um, or somewhere around that number. And my mother, my two brothers, my maid of honor, and one friend from high school and her husband were it that was my guest list and everyone else was from his side um and that says more about me than anything else I had no roots I had no from high school on I just was surviving and um even from before high school we moved so often I didn't cultivate relationships or friendships um I didn't, and I didn't have anyone to invite. I, I did invite my cousins, and I have a huge fucking family, so you'd think some of them would have shown up. Can you sense the resentment in my voice, cousins? <laughs> but they didn't, because at that point, <clears throat> I hadn't cultivated relationships with my family either. I I had just, you know, this is for another podcast, but I, I was really a self-hating Hispanic for a very, very, very long time. Um, so my wedding was beautiful but slightly you know tragic in the sense that I look back at it now and I'm like wow I really I just didn't oh I'm sorry I did have some people that my ex worked with um, partners at the time 
that were there. So you could kind of throw them on my side, but really. <laughs> um, okay. I get pregnant um, either on my wedding night or very, the day, probably it had to be on my, I can't imagine we were having sex before that, but I mean, we had sex before marriage, but um, leading up to the wedding, I, I don't imagine. Anyway, I got pregnant with twins. Um, I was messing around with my birth control because I didn't want to have my period on my wedding day. And I used to be a um, closet smoker at the time. And we get back from um, the wedding and the honeymoon. And I uh, worked in a company that was based out of Copenhagen, I believe, right? England, Copenhagen, I think, at the time. Um, and I was sitting, you know, trying to have a cigarette. And um, it just tasted disgusting. And blah. Um, so, of course, in my brilliance I thought it must be a bad pack I'm gonna go buy another pack of cigarettes and I go and again my body just wanted um to vomit so I was like oh shit and sure enough I take a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant and subsequently weeks later you know we go for um our sonogram and I was violently ill just sick I was vomiting all over town everywhere in my car all over me just projectile vomit everywhere. Um, yeah, that was our first <laughs> couple months of marriage. Poor guy. Um, and I, we find out we're having twins. Um, anyway, I'm telling you all this, and I'm getting to the divorce because um, the reason I'm, I'm sharing my version of events and my what was going on in my life and my history is because I do distinctly think that, um, first of all, I, get, I do get a lot of Facebook messages, um, and they kind of go in waves about divorce and like how I decided to get one or had the kids take it or what steps should they take. Um, and I always say a couple things I have, you know, your kids will be affected, period, end of story. There's no questions asked. Um, it is a shock to their system. You will be affected. Um, if you fundamentally wanted to give your children that dream, that two-parent household that you believe you grow up thinking that everyone um, has, and you, you're going to sit them down and say, no, I'm not giving that to you. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. Um, it's fucking horrible. It's gut-wrenching. But to the point of divorce, I think if you don't look at yourself and look at your patterns and look at what you brought into this marriage and what you did, I, I could sit here, I could, I could do like a hundred podcasts uh, about my ex, but that's not the point. Um, the point is me. What? How do I get through all that? How do I get through this horrible? Uh, debilitating emotionally just you know fucking grueling process if not to come out on the other end um learning more about myself learning more about how not to repeat <clears throat> the patterns and behaviors that I contributed to the the end of my marriage and you know I I do think marriage is a beautiful thing <clears throat> for people <laughs> not for me but I do think it's a it's a lovely 
I do think it's an institution. Uh, I don't think it's for everyone. And most people that I know that are in marriages, and I have to be honest, I'm not necessarily um, envious of. I, I don't look at, I, there's like a handful of friends who are married who I'm like, oh, well, they've got it right. Um, one second, my dog is having an issue with thunder outside. So, um, we get married, I get pregnant, um, I pretty much, I, I would, I would define the, after the birth of the, my twins, I had twins, boy-girl twins, um, I suffered from severe postpartum depression, um, and the friends that I have from this period of time, you know, maybe one day they'll come talk to me on this podcast and they can tell you what I was like, but basically I was, I just existed, I just, um, I was just existing between trying to breastfeed children <clears throat> and have a new marriage, um, start a new business, and just what, you know, the stresses of everyday life, um, I just fucking shut down. I, I had enough in me to, for my children, and that's basically it. Um, okay, fast forward. We decide to have another child. That was all me. I, I, you know, after my the twins were about three, I realized that they were going to leave me one day at the same time. I was like, oh, my gosh, I must have one more. It sounds like a wonderful thing. Now, I actually did feel like someone was missing. I felt like someone was missing in our family, and we needed one more. And, in fact, I was right because there's actually no doubt in my mind that I had to have my third child who is um, just – you know, the joy of my life. I love all my children equally. Um, and I can have a whole podcast on each of them because I think they're fascinating little people that I adore. Um, and they are the best thing about my marriage. And also a reason that I don't think my marriage was a failure because I can't imagine n not having these three specific kids. Um, two of them look exactly like my ex-husband. Um, Exactly. <laughs> One looks like me, but has the manner, mannerisms of my ex-husband. They are a combination of the both of us, and they are the reason I'm even doing this podcast. They're the reason I'm, I even stepped foot on a yoga mat or stepped foot into a therapist's office because I realized I had to get my shit together to be a parent, a decent enough parent to them. And, um, and even though my divorce, and my divorce sucked, I mean, it was, I never, I never wanted to get a divorce. Um, it, it does feel like a failure just draped over you. Um, and I, I still to this day don't think I needed to get a divorce. I don't think divorce is necessary. I, I, I don't believe there's one person out there for you. I think you can make the best of it with whomever you're in a relationship with if there's love and, you know, respect. Um, and especially if there's children, I think you should try to do everything you can within your power to to work it out. Because, like I mentioned earlier, it is devastating to them. It does affect them. Um, but it doesn't have to affect them forever. Um, children are resilient and... 
I think you know, teaching our children that life is this fairy tale with a white picket fence and you go through life and you do you just have to do well in, in school and just get into a good college and then find that you know spouse and then you know squeeze out a couple grandchildren might be selling your children short on the beautiful life that they can have it's you know it could look a thousand different ways than that particular story that at least my generation grew up with um but I didn't, I, so I didn't, I, I didn't want to get a divorce. And there was no drama as far as affairs or anything illicit in that manner. It was just our, our, the on my part, um, you know, I shut down. I was, I literally did what I had to do as far as in relation to the kids. Um, and I, I will say that I feel like I fought for my marriage. I fought for it in the ways that I knew how to. Which was, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Let's find a third party to help us out through the situation. And um, that didn't work. And ultimately it didn't work because I had so much of my shit that I had to get through. And um, I feel, you know, my ex-spouse probably had his shit that he needed to get through. And before we could even address our, our issues as a couple... Um, we probably had to do that. At least I had to do that. Um, and the more I was trying to figure out my shit and walk through my stuff. And, and I'll tell you what, for people, for that generation that doesn't want to talk to therapists and think that, you know, um, sharing your dirty laundry is, makes you less than, then you know what? <laughs> walk around with your shoulders by your ears being stressed out and thinking that you're better than other people. But for me and for most people, um, something can be had by talking things out and figuring things out and walking through things and feeling things. Um, and I did that. I started to. Um, but then the divorce, oh my God, the divorce was, um, it got very dramatic for us. It, um, we, we went to litigation and we went to court and we had a judge. Um, and I remember, I remember going to court on my daughter's birthday. I had to go to her school first and drop off cupcakes and then go to court. And the courtroom was filled with friends of mine, um, who were there for support and slash character witnesses. Um, and it was a horrible fucking day. It was truly a horrific day that I still hate to think about. But there's so much I am so grateful for about that day because, honestly, it was this wonderful experience. I remember sitting, my lawyer was next to me in the courtroom behind me. These are my friends from the last, you know, 10 years. And stuff would come out in court. You know, when I told my friends I was getting a divorce or we were separating, people were surprised. I didn't walk around with, um, hey, I'm in a bad marriage badge on. Um, I think I surprised some people and I think I scared some people. And, you know, when that is truly displaying your laundry, being in a courtroom where you or your, your ex is sitting there 
being asked questions about your marriage and it's all there displayed. And it was sad for both of us. There was no, it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. Um, ugh, God, I still remember when they called my first friend as a character. And I told her this, that if I ever wrote a book, it would, that it would start with the line of, you know, calling her name up to the stand. Um, but where I can find gratitude is that I got to see myself through them, their eyes. And um, <clears throat> I got to see what they thought of me as a person and specifically as a mom, which if, I don't know if you got that in my earlier podcast. I question a lot because I, I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything except to want to do the opposite of what I grew up with. And, you know, I think one of the main reasons I fell in love with um, my ex was because he had wonderful family. He had an amazing family. I fell in love with his family. I love, I love still to this day his family. Um, and love his mom. Um, she was, she's, you know, a wonderful woman and a great mother. And I think I, if I look at my friends, you know, <clears throat> of the last um, 10, 13 years, there's a common, you know, they're so eclectic and so different. Some of them I can go have drinks with and some of them I don't. And some of them I go to concerts with and some of them I don't. And, but the one common thread amongst my friends is I'm attracted to people that I've seen something in them that, make, that I feel makes them a good mom. Uh, and even if I don't see them every day and even if I don't talk to them and, um, there's something about them that I, I want to absorb and take and, and try to do with my kids. Um, so that, yeah, court, court date, that court date was fucking horrifying. And uh, I remember the my friends, you know, when certain testimony came up out, you know, they would gasp like, oh, <gasps> <gasps> and I was just mortified because whatever had just been said or, um, you know, whatever the testimony was, was just my day to day. I didn't think it like, I, it was just such a weird perspective to understand that, you know, um, certain behaviors in our marriage were, were probably not great and, um, and justified, you know, me seeking that divorce. Um, but I, I, I don't regret it. I don't, um, I regret the pain it brought my children. I regret, um, all the drama. I fucking regret the legal bills. Holy shit. If you have no, if you're in college and you have no idea what to do for a career, then may I suggest being a divorce lawyer? Cause you fucking make, you can make good money. Um, but it was a waste of, of, I mean, hopefully if you have to get a divorce, it's as amicable as it can be, because if you go into a divorce being angry, then just accept that you're going to be paying lawyers money because they, and I love my lawyer, um, but that's what they feed off of is that animosity and the just trying to get one over on the other side and the anger and and I was lucky because um, I did have a great lawyer who it was very easy for me to get caught up in some of that stuff. And, um, you know, 
I didn't sometimes. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. I'm not by no means perfect. And certainly, you know, um, I doubt my ex will ever join me on a podcast. But if he did, I'd be more than welcome to hear his version of the divorce. Um, I'm pretty sure we'd be on the same page. It was fucking horrifying. Um, but at least I can say on the other side of it, it's been a few years now. I'm on the other side of it. And I don't regret the marriage. I, I certainly, the best thing that has ever happened to me was having those three kids. Um, and I don't, I regret how the divorce went down. Um, I regret that we got a divorce in the first place in the sense that I, I wish we would have gotten our shit together, um, beforehand. Um, you know, I, I do feel like I said before, I think you need to look at your own shit instead of trying to point fingers at your ex. And I, <laughs> I feel sorry for my ex. I feel sorry that um, he ended up, when I married him, I remember crying at the wedding, but at, at the actual ceremony, and it wasn't tears of, like, joy or love or, like, it was my body, like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you don't deserve this. And I had no self-worth. I had no idea who I was. I just existed. And I, I believed inherently that I was not a good person, um, and I didn't deserve to be treated with love or kindness. Um, I don't believe that now. Um, I have definitely grown and I'm um, in a much happier and healthier place. Ironically, I'm single, um, but probably because I don't, I'm not going to put up with anything less than what I have to offer. Side note, that does not, <laughs> does not mean that I don't have a private life. I do have a private life. Um, and it's a good one. Um, But I do have conflicted thoughts on marriage. And if I would ever um, engage in that institution again, I, I don't know. I have some friends who, you know, have laid bets. And I, I, I can see myself either way. I can see myself never, ever legally binding myself to anyone. I certainly know that I never want to be financially dependent on anyone. I never want anyone to have any... Uh, control per se over me um, I don't want my children to be raised by um, another I mean my kids are 13 13 and 9 so at least for the 13 year old I feel like they have a, um, a great dad and I'm I am lucky I think I'm lucky in the sense that I'm I'm procreated with someone who is big into family and who loves his children, um, bar none. We're not perfect. Um, I, I wouldn't even describe us as friends. Uh, and we still have moments where we um, engage in a very familiar pattern of, you know, this angry dance. But, um, but he's a good guy, and he's a, he's a good dad. And, um, you know, I'm grateful, I'm grateful for the kids and I'm grateful for the, the lessons that I learned through that relationship. Um, so anyway, that's my podcast on divorce or at least my particular divorce. Um, I, I, if you're going through it or if you're thinking about it, um, think it through. 
Uh, but I, my advice would always be the same, be authentic to yourself. And um, it's like that, what they say in the airplane, you know, put the mask on yourself before you put on your kids. I mean, that should be your mantra for everything. Um, to show up, you know, in your marriage or show up in your parenting, you've got to have your shit together. And you've got to be as authentic as you can be. Um, who the fuck am I to give advice? Hey. Uh, no one, because you just have to spend a day with me and my children and be like, why am I listening to this woman? I don't know. That's a good question. You might want to seek a therapist to find out. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. I don't know how long this one is. I will hold on to it for uh, a week before I I post it up there. Um, again, any feedback is appreciated. If it's nice, if it's ugly, don't send it because I don't have the self-esteem to deal with it. I do, actually. My self-esteem is pretty good these days. Um, I have my moments, but have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Testing, testing.